town Talking toys This is a podcast we are Making noise Gather round all you Girls and boys It's Chicken Motel We are talking toys 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 Hello everyone and welcome to the Toy Talk Guys podcast I'm Strick And I'm Motel we're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, and really anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we've got some stuff to go through. we got Lego buying Bricklink. We've got 2020 Lego sets, Monopoly, the longest game ever, and our top 10 toys for Christmas 2019. Ooh, you're getting in that holiday season. Yeah, this is this is one of my favorite casts we get to do, like right right on the cusp of uh, of the Christmas holiday season. Right on the cusp of the Christmas. I'm and just, that's just... <laughs> I like that line. That was nice. <laughs> that's, just, that's just where the Toy Talk guys, you know, they like to be. Right this is there. our bread and butter right here. <laughs> but before we get into any of that... We got to talk about Copa for a hot second. Yeah, for like the hottest of seconds, because this was just, this was a big thing this past month. Um, and I'm not about to sit here and go through what Copa is and the FTC and all that, because I've heard it explained to me maybe probably literally a million times yeah. on, on YouTube, because I think every single content creator that you or I follow has made a video concerning where their channel is going and wh- how this is going to affect them. YouTube got caught. They got caught with their pants down. <laughs> <laughs> no, they got caught. They got caught. Basically, like there were all these channels that were pandering to kids and parents were getting up in arms about it and like all the advertising and everything. So YouTube had to step in with this, with this, or the, the US government had to step in with this, uh, this law. And now, and now it's impacting a ton of channels. Oh, yeah. it's It's been totally muddy uh, this entire past month. And that's just all the content that's been available as far as like toy, like toy videos or anything like that on YouTube. All the creators are just putting out like, what is Kappa? And how's it going to affect my channel? So, you know, it's just it has not been pleasant. And I'm, I got to say at this point, like, I'm kind of I'm, I'm optimistic about the whole situation. Um, I'm not so much in the camp of I'm scared for what the future holds, uh, where a lot of creators are. Um, and I think a lot of the, the creators that we follow, uh, like Pixel Dan and a couple others, I don't think they have as much to worry about, like the action figure community and all that. Like, yeah, this is scary stuff. Um, but some of the more, more of the news that has come to light is that uh, the FTC will uh, basically take things on a case-by-case basis where they're not just going to slap a fine on anybody that says, oh, well, I'm not for kids. But then the FTC, in their eyes, they say, well, it looks like, you know, your channel is for kids, so you're getting a fine. And the big number that was getting thrown around was like $42,000 uh, or something Ooh. of a just one video is one in violation video. of it could, could essentially be a fine of that. Dang, man. So, but what has come to light... Um, is that the FTC is going to take it on a case-by-case basis. So if they look at a channel like, let's say, the Toy Dog Guys. With our with our 100, 100 views. Yeah, <laughs> our 100 subscribers. Hey, man. Yeah, we did cross that threshold, I think, since last cast. Yeah. 100, yeah. 100 subscribers. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool, man. You pretty guys are cool. out there. Thanks so much. <laughs> dude, we, we watched that like hawks. We were just like, dude, 97, 98, 99. Yeah. Finally crossed over. So, like, they're not – the FTC isn't going to look at us and be like – Oh, you have one video on there that could <laughs> potentially be 
you know, I hope somebody there kid directed watching so. our videos, watching like plant food and just being like, I don't know, this plant food geared towards kids and they got to like, they're in like a board meeting and they got to talk about it. I would hope, I would oh, hope I would that would happen. That. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way they're going to do this they're not, stuff. They're not going to just say, oh, look, look at that one video that could potentially be directed to kids. So here is $42,000 fine. So pay it and you know, ruin, have your lives wrecked. Like that's not, it's going to be a case by case basis. And essentially what they're going to be looking for is like a case to build, to make a court case. And that wouldn't even happen to us because there's no money. They would, they would get no money from them. It'd be a waste of taxpayers money. So there's no reason for them to like go after small channels like us, bigger channels. Um, the ones that I don't think are going to be affected, uh, like the good channels, like I said, like Pixel Dan and other big toy channels that, you know, are here for not so much to like pander to kids, but even though they are family friendly, that's not what their intention is. Um, I think that they're going to be fine in, in the eyes of the FTC. I don't think there's like enough there to build a case off of where I think it's going to change is all these crummy kid channels where it's like, and I shouldn't even say like kid channels. Cause it's just like clearly like, adult collectors that like go to like fye like one day and they're just like let's see what we got at fye today oh look a spider-man pop like let's open it up and let's take here we'll take the lovely box off look how fun this box is look at the nice art on here Ooh, spider-man looks so cool i can't wait to get him out of the box and then you take him out of the box and you turn his head around and you, you just you're pandering to the kid yeah and those channels they're they're worried and i give you no comfort you should be worried that you know it's just talentless classless <laughs> Glassless. Yeah, the, the the whole issue with YouTube toy community. You've heard it here first. Right there. <laughs> no. Glassless talentless content. Uh, I mean, I'm being harsh, but at the same time, it's like that. that's the kind of stuff that really aided in all of this happening. All to say, yeah, we're not going to stop making videos. We're not, yeah. If it has to come to like putting disclaimers on the videos, like this is not for a child. Like, that's what it's going to be. We'll that's, do that. I've I don't seen care. a lot of people doing that. All the titles are going to change. Yeah, we're going to get like a slate in the beginning of each of these videos. So that's that's what's going to change, but ultimately we're going to keep pushing forward. All right, that was more than I wanted to talk about it, but just to put everybody's mind, all one you know one and a half subscribers at ease here. Can't say that anymore, not, man. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're, <laughs> I guess, I guess we that hundred. We're over that hundred now. All right, hundred plus. Hundred plus. <laughs> all right, let's get into the toys. Let's talk about some toys. Twenty twenty Lego sets investment opportunities i wrote this down there's like tons of lego 2020 sets that just got released or the pictures got released and all that stuff go check them out if you're interested in that stuff i just want to talk about the ones that i'm most interested in from an investment standpoint these are more like the start of like a wave one of a series so just stuff to keep your eye on and and, and you know these jumped out at me right away so first ones i want to talk about are like stuff that i don't really collect but i might collect these marvel superheroes they got some mechs going on they've got you get a fig and a mech in this set so a little buildable mech figure and the first ones they got coming out are thanos and then iron man and then spider-man so it's like three in the first wave i just think these are going to do super well they're going to keep doing these types of things i know you're getting your eyes on them for the first time probably just give me give me your your, your honest feedback on these things you liking these i've always liked mechs yeah absolutely <laughs> i know how you yeah. feel about them yeah. mechs <laughs> <laughs> i have man I, I i do not i do not shy away from a good mech yeah uh, i mean i'm liking them uh, especially if these are, these have some printed pieces in them. I think they might, I think those base plates on like the front of the chest of the mech, I think those might be printed so that those are tight. Those are, those are good ones to look out for there. I'm going to burn through these. The next ones are Disney princess storybook adventures. 
these things are straight up Polly Pockets, like Lego Lego style Polly Pockets for the Disney princesses. That's the first thing I said as soon as you showed me these. Mm -hmm. Just like a storybook, like a big old plastic, like almost like blockbuster VHS tape looking thing that folds open. Clamshell. Clamshell. There, there you go. And then you've got a little crude build inside. And then you get a little mini, mini dolls. They're like the mini dolls that come in uh, friends and stuff, but even smaller than that. So first time we're getting like little figures that look like that. They look super weird and not Lego-y. Um, but like, yeah, like almost like Polly Pocket size. You're getting Mulan, you're getting Ariel, you're getting Belle. And I think that's it in the first wave. But again, like first wave of this stuff, these things are going to be super collectible if they keep doing them. They jumped out at me right away. I'm probably not going to collect these, but I just, I figured they were worth mentioning. You loving those things? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I gave you my initial take on them. I was a big, not Polly Pocket fan per se, but I was a big Mighty Max fan uh, back in the day. If anybody, any got, if, if we have any Mighty Max fans out there, you know what the deal is here. Oh, yeah. Looking like Mighty Max, Polly Pocket. Uh, so then some Star Wars stuff. Honestly, the Star Wars lineup's looking pretty good. Continuations of Waves. The one thing I want to mention here is 4 and Up is continuing. So there were three sets that were released last year or two years ago. They're continuing that, so you're getting a nice printed piece uh, Snowspeeder. That's the next one in the 4 and Up wave. And these are typically ones that people are going to miss. They're more in like a Juniors type line. But they have all printed pieces, so I think they're super cool. The Snowspeeder honestly looks pretty junky. Like, it looks probably like the worst ship that they've released. Um, but it's all printed, so I'm pretty cool with that. And that is one that is continuing. Along with the Star Wars, uh, the last one I'll mention here is... We don't have any pictures of it yet, but there are busts coming. So I mentioned this way back when I got the Darth Vader bust. And they are actually going to start releasing these. So we're getting a Boba Fett and a Stormtrooper bust. And these are definitely ones that I'm I'm hoping that I, I can... <laughs> Why You always laugh at these. Why are you laughing at these? <laughs> just love these busts. Dude, they're good, man. It's not even like the bust itself. Well, kind of. I don't know. Explain like, this. It's it's one, one thing is like it's Star Wars, right? And it's... A wave of new stuff so they haven't really done these busts before so it's like a new product line inside lego star wars and i love lego star wars so much so i like to get in at like at the at the front of these waves coming out because they're they're usually the the most uh the most expensive ones once they retire is like the first wave of stuff so i have two extra darth vaders hanging around and i'm very excited that they're going to skyrocket in value now that this bus series is going to start coming out so that's why i'm most excited about it but on top of that i think they're just going to be pretty good builds and I checked the piece count. Like, we don't have prices on these or anything, but the piece count is double what the Darth Vader bust was on this uh, Boba Fett and the Stormtrooper. So hopefully they're a little bit more detailed. The, the Darth Vader was honestly, like, not great looking. So I'm hoping they're a little bigger, a little more detailed. That'd be pretty tight, just getting, like, a big... I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm all about display now, just, like, building a display. Like, I don't want to play... <laughs> I don't want to play with them. Especially if they come with, like, a little figure. That would be cool, too. I don't think they'll do that, but that would be tight if they pop a little figure in there. I think it would be tight if they gave you an option to buy the body as well. <laughs> Why would you want the body? <laughs> I think busts are dumb. Why are they dumb? It's not. They're not dumb. They're just. They're not for me. They're straight up for display. I exactly. And I'm all about the play value with toys. I'm all about the dual functioning. I'm all about not just buying something to buy it for marketing purposes. Like I'm all about like that's why I collect vintage stuff because I'm all about like buying a toy that once fulfilled a purpose of play and is now considered in some eyes an antique and can be appreciated for what it provided and what it provides now. So that, that's kind of, that's the way I always think about this kind of stuff. I hear you. I will argue that the play value is that you get to build it. 
So there's there's okay. a decent right. amount of yeah. play value. All right, there. there you go. That's at least for like I can appreciate. Yeah, that. I know I know what you're saying though. There's like past building it. It's like oh there it is. Looks great. I mean you could break it down and make it whatever you want yeah. and then play with it. Exactly. But. I mean we've had this conversation where I know I love to play with my Legos. Once I had it built, I was all about like making stories up and like filming it like with my dad's video camera and stuff and just like you know play, <laughs> I did the same thing playing yeah. with it so when i look at the bus i'm just like that's a statue like that's just something i can't play with definitely more for adults but i'm very excited uh it 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 might like replace i'm guessing it might replace brickheads or it might like start edging some brickhead stuff out but i don't i'm just i'm thrilled that they're doing it because it's just gonna make those darth vaders that i bought that much more valuable in the aftermarket so good news for me and hopefully you guys listened and 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 nab those as well when I brought them up before. All right, let's let's swing it over outside of Lego and let's talk about Monopoly longest yes, game ever edition. Monopoly longest game ever edition. Get some board games on here. Ooh. Now you said you heard about this. I saw it. I saw it for like a hot second and someone was like have they just have they just given up or have, have they just it was something like that. They've they've uh leaned into uh the whole we're going to laugh at ourselves kind of idea here where forever the, as soon as, for as long as the game has been around, everybody's have, I've, I've either like jumped into the game being like, I love monopoly. Let's play monopoly. Or like, that is the longest game ever. I'm never going to do it. I'm not going to do anything else today. Like that's the whole day. We're just playing monopoly. Oh my gosh. It's the longest game ever. It might now, as well be their tagline. Exactly. Monopoly, longest game. So ever. now they fully just embraced it and have just sort of rolled with this joke where they're just like, ha, we're the longest game ever. And now it's like, yeah, we're the longest game ever. Look at this. We're so, it's going to take you forever to finish this. And it really is. Um, that being said, that's about all the praise I'll give it. Yeah, that's it. It's just that it's self-aware. That's why you like <laughs> that it. Is, that is the only thing I like about this. This is kind of like, what was that last? The Cheaters the Edition? The Cheaters Edition. Yeah. We, we talked about a couple casts ago. What else could they do past this? Cheaters Edition, oh longest gosh. game ever. Dude, they have so many different ones out there now. There's a, like a voice-activated one where it's basically like an in-game Alexa where Ugh. like you, you kind of just, it's like a top hat that's... Like Mall of uh, America almost? Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. What's, that, what, what's that game? Not Mall uh, of America. Shop till you drop. No, that's not what it is. No, I know what you're talking mall about. Mall something. <laughs> mall of America. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> but There's I a exactly. sale in the shoe yeah. department. Oh, I oh, love I that love, game. Yeah, I love that game. And, and uh, Dream Phone. That was another good one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good as Mall, as mall of America. Whatever that's called. That's oh, like, my gosh. I'll, I'll try to remember. It's like Mall Mania or something like that. That's not it at all. Somebody's screaming at the I know, computer like, right oh, now. It's shopping something. We'll look it up. But, um, yeah, this, I mean, just going back to this game, let me go over a couple of things that, that let's hear some of, here. Let's hear some of these changes, some of these rules. All right. Uh, first of all, actually, I'm, I'm going to take it back. This is, this, is, this is something else that I kind of like. They have new tokens, obviously, with all these new games. You always change up the tokens. Okay. Have, I was expecting have, that, but they cool. They have tortoise and hare tokens. Hmm. I kind of like that's that. That's a little clever. That's, yeah. yeah. That's, that's okay. kind of cute. Um. Apart from that, yeah, I'm not going to say I like any of this. They, I, you, I don't know if there's a picture on here, but if you Google it, you can see that they've totally altered the board in a way where <clears throat> I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken, the original board had 22 street properties. 22 street properties. Don't, yeah, that sounds about right. They're, they're tripled that. Okay. So there's 66 street properties. I'm seeing like a board within a board in this yep. thing. Yeah. Did you Google it? I'm looking at yep, it. Yep, yeah. yep. Board within a board. Board within a board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're just making it extra long. You got to go two times around, I assume? Like almost Ooh. in a spiral? No. 
no, there's none of that. You play one full game and then go in the interior and play that full game. Let's here. Let's keep going. All right. <laughs> there are no auctions. No. So really? if you land on it, you don't want to buy it. It does not go to auction. Well, that's bum. So either you buy it or you don't. Um, so that could you know increase playing time. Yeah, that makes it longer a little bit. This is something where you're gonna start getting upset. They only have one die. What? So no rolling doubles. Ugh. So you're basically like slugging around this board. Yeah, this that's extra terrible. long board. You're who wants to play this? <laughs> like, why did they even make this? <laughs> There's no way that Monopoly lovers like we would laugh at this thing. We would never play this. Oh yeah. Um, only to punish ourselves. Players get cash for landing on free parking. Now, yeah. What was the rule that we that we we should we should uh, emphasize that we are Monopoly lovers. We love playing Monopoly. That's what brought us together. We yeah, it really brought uh, Strick and I together, and like our whole wing. Uh, what freshman year of college together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, every night we would play Monopoly till like three or four in the morning. Yeah, yeah. we sick. might play like two times in a row, like yeah. something like that. <laughs> like that was just it. The, the night had to play or had to end with playing Monopoly. Um, so I hold it very near and dear to my heart, especially because like before college, I still love Monopoly. I mean, we could play Monopoly today and I love, I, I oh, love yeah. Monopoly. It's a good game. Uh, but when you start taking bits and pieces and moving it around and changing it to a way where it's like, it looks like Monopoly from like, you know, a couple feet away. But when you get to the board, it's like, that's not Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm, then I have a problem with it. No, thanks. Um, so you're about to say free parking. Yeah. The, we always played where I think a lot of people have a different rule for free parking. We stopped playing free parking because it made the game so long. Okay, well, a lot of people play it in a way where whatever taxes you pay, they don't go to the bank, they go to free parking. I think that's the way we play. That's not the way we played. We play, if you land on there, you get a $500 bill. Was that it? Yes. Okay. I, I guarantee you, because I think we started playing where all the taxes get put in there, but it just got ridiculous. Cause... Oh, yeah, because nobody would get knocked out. You'd yeah. be like, oh, free parking. I'm back in the game from yeah. the bottom. Yeah, it was garbage. <laughs> I'm playing so poorly and handling all my properties. And all of a sudden, I've way, won because I land on the space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hated that space. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you, you get paid for landing on free parking. You just get everything in the middle or you just get paid? It just, it's vague. It says landing on free parking. Uh, this just got dropped like two days ago or something like that. Yeah. And it's like number one on Amazon, like board games or something like that. Bunch so, of grannies, bunch uh, of grandmas <laughs> buying this for their grandkids. <laughs> like, oh, that's hilarious. Uh, this is, this is a great one. Um, hey, if you're running out of money, mm-hmm. guess what you can do? Get a loan? Um, no, uh, the bills have like a dotted line on, on them. So you can just rip the bills in half and what? Now, now you have more money. What is that? <laughs> How does that work? Like the ones? We said just not play with bills. ones. I think any of the bills. Any of the bills you can you rip start in half. running out of money, you can just double your money and just rip this it. This is a joke. Like why? <laughs> I knew you'd think I was making this up when I was right. This, like you should have just made like a, a list of like fake rules and, and real rules and I should have guessed because this is ridiculous. What a stupid thing. You're going to ruin your game. And it's just dumb. You should just rip them in half from the beginning and then you have more money to start with. Here's the thing. What's the thing? Bankruptcy. Uh-huh. Doesn't even stop somebody from losing. Of course not. <laughs> like this shouldn't even be called Monopoly. Just guess. Guess how you have to win this game, in, or I guess flip the board. I don't know. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably like what, the only way to end the game. That's the way it will probably work out for most games. Yeah. And then the winner flips the board. Um, let me. I'm gonna read this verbatim. Okay. Uh, longer gameplay, even bankruptcy, won't get a player out of this Monopoly game. 
the game doesn't end until someone owns every single property, and there are three versions of each of this board game. There are three versions of each of this board game. Maybe that's like a one way you can possibly play within the game, is that you can play until everyone... I mean, in our games, typically that would be what would happen. Like, someone would end up with everything, because we would specifically play that when somebody goes bankrupt and they go out of the game, that person, whoever sent them into bankruptcy, gets all their property. Right, right. Which, I don't think that's the correct way you're supposed to play. Okay, and then it also says, just to be specific, this Monopoly board, or it ends when a player owns 16 streets, four railroads, two utilities, and all the properties. Right. Okay. And all the properties. Yeah, that is all the properties, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But isn't there more? Well, there's more There's more railroads. Yeah, there's more utilities. But just to be clear, it's the 16 streets, four railroads, two utilities. You need to own all that. What I'm looking at is like one giant board that's the regular Monopoly board, and then there's another version of that inside the board. Yeah. Are you telling me you... Like, how do, how do those interact? Does it not say... Did you did you actually see the board? Because like you can see like yeah, I'm down at it. yeah down where like jail is or no no excuse me down where jail is yeah you see that gap right there where the where like you take a couple of like in the middle of the board right there like it just, there's like a like a Candyland Rainbow Road type deal going right. there where you just sort of lap around and make like an inner lap there yeah I'm seeing that so what what's your question the question is it's it has duplicates of the properties so do you own both versions. Yeah, I think so. Of the property? Okay, well then it's a little... I thought they just made like 16 new streets and stuff. Oh, well, see, I don't know. But that's... that. What you just said was my initial thought. That there's just more spaces of the same spot that you already purchased. It just seems like they're trying to throw a lot of ideas into one game. They're just trying to make it excessively long for the sake of it being excessively long. That's all they're doing. <laughs> I'd love to just be in that decision-making room when they're talking about like, how are we going to sell more Monopolies this year? Like, what harebrained idea do we have to get people to actually buy this game because everybody owns it like everyone owns a copy of monopoly nobody needs a new one and they're just like all right let's just how about this longest game ever and like all right what can we do all right here's this idea oh, it's not enough all right put it all right not enough what do you got jim how about we just have two boards on that it doesn't make sense but whatever put it in the game like it's 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 insane that this thing is a product and it exists and i can't like who buys it you're saying it's number one on amazon i don't believe it <laughs> Who would buy this? I don't get it. It's fun for the whole family, man. Is it fun? It sounds horrible. It sounds like you're going to open it and be like, this is horrible. I, throw I, this away. I would play the Cheater's Edition before I'd play this. Yeah, Cheater's Edition sounds a little novel and fun, but this sounds terrible. This, I mean, we could listen back to that cast. I know you hated it when I was explaining it. Yeah, and that's this makes it <laughs> seem like the best game ever. I mean, to be honest, I would play Monopoly, and then Cheater's Edition is way low on my list, and then this is like I would never play this game. Even if someone gave me $100, I don't think I'd play it. Board games aren't, like, cheap. I mean, this is this is saying it's 20 bucks on Amazon. But, like, okay. board, board games aren't... I mean, that's that's pretty fair. But that's a, ha, it's picture, a gag picture gift. Picture this. Yeah, yeah, picture this. You have, like, a, a family night... Mm-hmm. And you're playing this game, and maybe one of your kids has a friend over, and they're, right. they're playing it, and like they read into the rules, and then like they're starting to lose, and they're like, "Oh wait, here I just ripped all my money in half, so now I have." That. Would you be so furious? Oh, just, of course. <laughs> just wreck, you're you're wrecking my game. Like, like that I just paid money for, and like you know you can't get upset with him because he's not your kid <laughs> the only thing i can imagine is like the moms and dads and grandmas that are buying this they're not reading what it is 
so that they don't realize that that is the dumbest rule that's ever been invented. You might as well, at the beginning of the game, cut all the money in half and just give that out. <laughs> For real. Right? Yeah. That's, like, that'd be the sane way. That, w- that's, that would keep me sane. Or you it. just buy 20 of them and you're like, oh, well, now the bills are ripped. Throw that one away. Let's start over again with fresh bills. That's when you start making photocopies. Like that was like the genius idea that somebody had around the around the business table and was like, yeah, how about they rip the money in half so they have to buy more money? We'll sell money packs. You know? Oh my gosh, man. This what a sick game. Sick. Is that all the rules or are there more dumb rules? That's as far as uh, what I can see. I don't think any this no, I don't think anybody has this in hand yet to like review it. We should get it. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> After trashing it like that. Yeah, just play. <laughs> Just play. What a punishment. That sounds terrible. All right. I think we beat that thing to death. We did. All right. Good job. Let's uh, let's talk one little Lego thing really quick, but I think it, it actually broadens into other toy arenas. Lego buys BrickLink. Now, you don't know BrickLink, and some of our listeners might not know what BrickLink is. BrickLink is essentially eBay, but just for Lego sets. So just for Lego bricks, people go on there, and they like any little brick that you ever wanted to find, it's on BrickLink. And you, people sell full sets. They sell just the piece sets. People sell their own creations and like instructions for their own creations. So it's really like an adult community space. There's all t- kinds of other stuff. And Lego straight up just bought it. Like it was just an independent run thing. And Lego's like, all right, now it's ours. And a lot of people immediately were like, whoa, I, I don't know if I like that because a lot of fans rely on BrickLink for like second market bricks and stuff. And people were like, are they going to shut it down? Like, what are they going to do? And Lego's come out and said like, no, we just, we want to be tighter with the fans. We want to like just be closer to the fan community. So we're going to use this as like almost like research and like making sure we stay connected and like maybe sets that are really expensive on there. They're going to think about re-releasing them or something like that. Oh, so they're, they're going to let the boys play. They're, yeah, they're, they're like, we're not going to change a whole lot. It's just going to keep running as is. But I don't know. Like there's it's it wasn't like it was nothing, you know, it cost them money. So beyond that, like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, really at the bottom of it, like, what are they trying to get out of this? I'm sure they're getting some kind of cut for every single sale. I guess so. I guess they get some cut out of it. Maybe that's it. Maybe they want to, like, just use this instead of the price. But they already still do, like, the aftermarket piecing uh, or, like, the the price that you can you can go on their site and get and get pieces after the fact, like, after a set is retired. Like, you can just do that and buy it directly from them. So I'm just very curious if they're going to try to like meld this with the, what they've got or already got going on or if they're straight up just going to use it for research. I mean, I guess they could, I could already do that. that. I could see that with like seeing how, how much of one particular piece or like obviously several, um, <clears throat> you know, thousands, what, what sells the best or what people are looking for, um, you know, what do they need to include in sets more? Like how can I, I can totally see what the, the benefit is there. Yeah. So from a collector standpoint, I'm like, cool, that's awesome. Because it means like stuff in the aftermarket might be way less expensive. But from an investor standpoint, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like that. Because the stuff that is like really high marked value, they might be like, oh, well, let's re-release that. Or let's, oh, this brick that is just selling like gangbusters and like everybody's looking for it. Let's just put that in our shop for like 15 cents now or like even less, like two cents or whatever, however much it costs. Let's just re-release these things. So it, it's a little scary from an investment standpoint that they might just like, I, I don't think it's much of a concern, but it, it was just weird. Like it came out as like, I can't believe they did this. I never thought they would cross over and like buy almost like the eBay of Lego. It's very strange. I don't know. Outside looking in, I think that's, I think it's kind of cool, kind of endearing in a way. Yeah, I guess so. They're like, hey, you guys exist and we care about you and we're going to keep this thing running. I don't know. Like it's just, it was, it was very bizarre when it happened and it just seemed like a lot of the community 
there was like an instant interview that came up and like every interview question was like, yeah, but why are you doing this? Or like, what is, what is going to change? Like, right. like tell us like how our lives are going to be ruined from you, from you purchasing this thing and everything the woman said, who was like being interviewed. She was like, no, this is straight up. Like it's going to keep running as is. And we're just, we want it for uh, it, just like what we just talked about is like just keeping it in the community and keeping it part of like the Lego brand. So, I mean, good on the people that started it and everything, because I'm sure they got a pretty decent payout from the from the purchase of it. And it was just like a kind of fan run thing for a long time. So it's pretty cool. Cool. Not much else to say about it. Let's get into this list, man. Yeah. Top <clears> 10 <throat> toys for Christmas 2019. That's right, man. We, we, we have to help you guys out because I know you're all at this point just scrambling. Like December is just knocking at the door. And probably for most of you, it's already here because that's when you listen to the cast. So you got you less know, than 25 yeah, days yeah, to exactly. get your list together. So we're trying to get you all learned up here. Mm -hmm. uh, we already did the research. We already did the Google machine for you and looked at everybody else's top like 30, you know, pop most popular toys for the Christmas season. Cause that's basically what has been done here because I wanted to just like link like one top list where it was like top 10 toys. And then we just go through all of them. That's not the case. Everybody's listing like top 50, top 30. I'm just like, eh, we're not going through all these, especially with like some of the toys that they were listing. I was like, these are not top 30. 50, and you're giving me credit here. I didn't do any of this. <laughs> this is all you. So I'm, I'm, I'm as excited as a listener to go through these. All right. I didn't know how, what we're I didn't doing. Know how candid we wanted to keep it. Let's keep it nice and candid. Right. Yeah. There's, there's no smoke and mirrors here. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, you know, I pawed through a bunch of different lists and just sort of picked out things that sort of, depending on if I was a young kid would want to play with it. If I had a young boy, if I had a young girl, uh, depending, you know, on the situation, those are the toys that I would sort of be drawn to. I have to disagree with number one, but let's get to it. Or number 10, the first one. You disagree with number 10? Yeah, you, you know me. I'm biased. Let's go. Right, let's, <laughs> number 10. Let's start the list here. Yeah. Number 10, we got the Playmobil Crystal Castle. <laughs> Lame. I don't even know what this thing looks like. Let me actually look at it. Yeah, okay. Wow, jeez. The Crystal Castle. <laughs> He's already so strict, man. You just... Playmobil. Anything that competes with Lego. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know I don't like them play people. Playmobil people. Playmobil. I loved Playmobil as a kid. Yeah, I liked I, it I too. Was I not, can't lie. Yeah, see, I mean, I, I, if I opened up a Christmas on, or if I opened a Christmas present and it was Playmobil, I wasn't like, oh, God, Playmobil. I was like, I maybe, be, honestly, I probably wasn't as excited about it as Lego. Yeah. But I was also just like, oh, cool. Like, this looks, this looks not like bad. fun. Yeah, not bad. Um, <laughs> That's why it gets the 10 not spot. Bad. Not bad. <laughs> Although it, it did give you the false hope of when, when you shake it. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, Legos. Oh, like, loose pieces. Oh, Legos. yeah. <laughs> oh, nope. Got that, that blank stare Playmobil figure looking back at me. That being said, um, if, you know, I had a young girl or a young boy that was interested in this, um, I, I'd certainly hear them out uh, just because like Frozen is like a big thing now. So I love the fact that Playmobil's kind of like changing their direction of being like, oh, what do we need to do to get in on this without actually getting in on this? Because we're not in on this at all. It really is like a Frozen ripoff. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, you know Elsa's Castle? It's like pretty much that. And it's like, yeah, you get a little, little, it's hilarious too. Like the little princess you get looks like Elsa, but she's got dark hair. Yes. They're like, it's not Elsa. But like, if it's also had dark hair, there you go. It's it's shameless enough for me to be like, all right, Playmobil, <laughs> you have my business here. Playmobil magic. 
Oh, yeah. I feel bad for Playmobil, man. They can't get any of the licenses. <laughs> like, they can't. And, I, like, the, I'll, I'll give them, like, their stuff, like, together, it looks pretty good. Like, it's on par with, like, the playability of a Lego set. Oh, dude. When it's all put together. All the Ghostbuster stuff that they put out is, like, fantastic. And I've really considered, like, picking up the whole line and just having it to display. Yeah. So. It looks good. I mean, it looks, once it's complete, it looks way better than a complete Lego set. I'll say that. And then, but it's just Playmobil. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, I don't know if this is like a new line, but they're calling it Playmobil Magic. Yeah, what's magic about I, it? I don't know. It's, but, it's just magical how blatant of a ripoff it is. <laughs> and they got away with it. No, uh, no Disney takedowns or anything like that. Oh, for a clean $100, that can be yours. How much closer do you think they'd have to get to Frozen for Disney to be like, yo, Playmobil, like, we see you? Or do you think they're getting, like, letters already? Like, hey... Or, like, if they were, if it was blonde and then they, like, pass it by Lego and they're like, nope, your princess can't be blonde. Definitely not can't. Can't be blonde. Well, first of all, it has, it's, it's not winter-themed. As much as they would, Disney would love to say, hey, that's, that's winter-themed, that's frozen, it's crystal. All right? Oh, yeah, it is crystal. You're right. But it certainly looks like it is winter-themed and ice and all that. It, it gives that illusion. And it can certainly probably interact with other frozen figures and, you know, make your castles bigger or in addition to your official frozen castle probably yeah so you know playmobiles just they, they found their little little uh the littlest of there. niche the, the littlest <laughs> of niches that they found to get away with They're releasing like, this thing listen we're gonna throw our weight around however we possibly can right that's hilarious <laughs> oh i know I all right that's a good laugh. number 10 that's a good number 10 thank you i'm glad i could convert you in the two yeah. minutes that we talked about <laughs> All right, number nine on my list. <clears throat> Mr. Potato Head, moving lips. <laughs> I know exactly why this is on here. Do you? What, he's got moving lips? Oh, yeah, yeah it all yeah. says it right there. Yeah, I'm looking at it. He's got big old lips. It's cool, man. I'm First of all, I'm happy uh, that Mr. Potato Head is still, like, you know... A thing. Marquee value here. He's, yeah. You know, he's he's slugging up there at the top with the, with the best of them. He's, he's, he's duking it out with all these other big toys. And he's still just a potato... That you put face pieces into. So simple. At the end of the day, that's that's what it is. They just nailed they nailed the formula forever ago. I grew up with Miss Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. I had them. I played with them. Yeah. Like I mixed their faces up uh, to a degree. More so, I used them as like play characters with like I guess like what Andy would do in Toy Story. I wouldn't really like actually like oh I'll put his nose where his eyes should be. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like I wouldn't really do that. Um, but yeah, he was like, a, he was a, he was a character in my toy box as well. Okay. So I'm glad to see him still like standing like, and he's doing really well for himself because he made it on this list. Um, now for you, Mr. Potato Head. if you're not familiar with the moving lips, Mr. Potato Head, I'm not it's essentially what it is. He's electronic now. Well, I guess <clears throat> part of him is, I think it's just the mouth that's electronic. I would, I would think so. Yeah. This mouth, um, I watched a couple of videos on it. Um, it looks like there's buttons on his feet that you press and I, I guess like that. he sort of like interacts or you're able to interact with him that way by pressing the button and his mouth moves or <laughs> he says something, he's like sly talking and, he, and his mouth sort of like opens and closes, but at the same time it slides all around his face. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> so I don't know if you've seen like the Lay's commercials. You probably haven't because you're no. essentially cut cable. Are you, you saying know? like it moves up and down and like in a circular motion a little yeah, bit? Yeah, kind of like all over the place. Like sort of, so it's like his mouth kind of gets crooked like when he talks, like says something. And then it's ju- and then it moves. Yeah, and then, then it moves. Okay. His mouth sort of like chatters a little bit, moves, chatters. It's not like, it, Is it, he saying stuff? Is he just. Yeah, he's saying stuff. Okay, okay. So it looks really like animated, like you're well, communicating cool. with him. Yeah. So, yeah. But he's got like. 10 or so lines you think or does he have like a, I, a I don't know I um, thought I thought it might just be like the kid is like hitting the foot and it's moving and the kid's got to voice him like hey I'm Mr. Potato Head all right here it says his lips synchronized to wacky songs and some really funny phrases the, okay the talking toy features over 40 phrases all right 40 and four parodies to popular songs oh let's see this including parody of the song lips are moving by this Megan Trainer. The song is that. Oh, your lips are moving. Yeah, I got that one. And oh, kids ages three and up can experience the same mix and match play with a lot more to say with the Miss Potato Head moving lips. All so right, there you go. It sounds like hours of fun. And you have two mouths, also two arms, two ears, eyes, nose, hat, and two mouths. So they're not they're not so much messing around with how many parts he gets. It's now like the main feature is obviously is moving lips. Yeah, and then you can get like an accessory pack later on. Yeah. With all the other Mr. Potato Heads that have been released. And just get continuous play out of this guy. <laughs> but yeah. So, right, it's pretty good. Like yeah. 19, 20, this seems like 20 bucks on Amazon. Seems like a good deal. Yeah. It's like a fun little thing for your, your young nephew or niece to do. Mm-hmm. If you're buying for them or your little grandkid. All right. Moving on to number eight. Let's do it. I'm not, I'm not like super pumped about this. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, this is amazing or anything like that. But it's, it's called, uh, by Kidcraft, it's called The City Life dollhouse playset okay um now you know i never owned a dollhouse or anything like that but this is something that i i kind of appreciate you know the way that they're kind of directing this where and you know i don't even know if they're trying to direct it this way but it's just the way i see it where maybe like some kids obviously live in the city and they obviously like see all these suburban dollhouses get released or like big Mm. mansions and they're just like that doesn't really best exemplify what I'm used to. I didn't really think of that before. And now they kind of have this, like, um, you know, city apartment style, like, building dollhouse. This is That's what this is. Like, a three or, what is it, three stories, I think? Four like a, story? Like a four doll story. Loft. Yeah, like a doll loft. Like a doll penthouse suite. Yeah, penthouse suite, building shaped, um, kind of dollhouse. So it's different. And, you know, stuff like that has already, probably already been created i don't know so i don't i don't know how much um credit i should be giving kid craft uh but i like it for that that it is just a dollhouse but it's different and also i like the fact that it's not like a barbie dollhouse or like a brat's dollhouse i don't know if that's a thing or something like monster what is it monster hive whatever it is yeah yeah it's it's not branded to that it's like whatever dolls you have you know you can make you can work them into this they can go in the pink toilet and they can sit on the purple couch (laughs) They got some good furniture in here. And it's it's so tall, too. It's, uh, jeez, I don't even know. Dude, I'd, I would be into this thing as a kid. Like, me and my sisters had a dollhouse that my uncle built us, and it was just wooden, you know? Yeah. But it was nice. Like, it was well-constructed. But, it, like, it was just lacking in furniture and, like, any kind of features or anything like that. So, we we probably would have went pretty nuts for this. Because yeah, we man. just had to pretend, like, oh, there's a TV over here, and it'd be, like, a little block or something. Yeah. But this actually has, like, a toilet and a TV and a lamp and, like, all kinds of stuff, so it's pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's massive. I can't get an actual size on the website that I'm on, but it's, it's like, massive. It's just, it's taller than this little girl yeah. in the image, and she's probably, like, I don't know, three feet tall, two yeah, feet tall. So no. I would say it's at least, like, three feet tall. Yeah, three feet's probably a good, good estimate. 
So, I mean, that's a pretty intense toy. I think it would, it would make any uh, little girl or boy's Christmas, honestly. It yeah. looks, pretty, looks pretty cool. So I solid, figured I had to make it on there. Solid number eight. Here's, here's number seven, which you probably have more to say about it than I do. But yeah. this, this had appeared on a couple of different lists. So I figured I felt almost obligated to mention it. But then also I kind of looked at it and was like, you know what? I can see that totally being on this list. So number seven is the Lego Mars Research Shuttle set. Yeah. <clears throat> this is curious to me. Out of all the sets that have been released, it's it's just funny to see which ones show on top up up on top ten lists. Because as a kid, I get like I guess space is generic enough that any kid could be into it, and maybe that's why it's on the top ten list. Part of my point, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I guess I'd be excited with this thing. I don't know. Like it's I think there's way better sets that have come out this year than this set and, and various themes and stuff. But I guess if you're going to go with a super generic toy, then yeah, this, this is probably the one. Okay. And I'm also talking about what we were talking about earlier. I'm talking about playability. I right. think, I think there's a lot of good play value out of this uh, particular set. Being. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> I, I mean, it, like you said, it's space theme. So that's a very general, very, um, it's it's a theme that I think a lot of kids were just like, oh, outer space. I like outer space. There's, yeah, most you know, kids like outer space. There's a rocket ship that I get to play with. Um, so that's that's one of them. Uh, the other the other point being, I always my personal favorite sets were always ones that sort of had like a multitude of things to do. It wasn't like just one big thing. Uh, so I like the fact that you get this other slightly minier build uh, with like the space explorer, little rover. Little, little rover, moon rover yeah. type deal. He's good. Um, I like that. I and personally, as a, as a kid, I always liked things with wheels as opposed to things with wings. That was just my preference. I'm with you. Um, so I mean, this has a little something for everybody. Flying the rocket, rolling the rover on the ground. I would be if I open this up on Christmas Day, I'd be like, cool. Like this is something I you know I'm gonna put together tonight. Like another that's, yeah. Another not bad. Yeah. So, I mean, that just, I felt obligated to put it on there almost, but at the same time, when I sat back and looked at it, I was like, you know what? I can totally see it. I can, I can see why they would pick that set. I figured you'd have more to say about it. I, I just, would. I can't, the, when this, when the space stuff came out, I was like, okay, more space stuff. They do this like every five years or so. So I don't, I'm, I'm probably a little jaded on it, but um, I don't know. I just think there's better sets at the $40 price point, probably lower that kids would get more excited about something like. I don't know, like any of the Marvel stuff or, you know, superhero stuff or Star Wars, like that stuff, or like Jurassic World, like all those themes kids would go way more crazy for, I feel like, than space. But yeah, like you said, space is generic, so it's good for a list like this. Yeah. All right, moving on to, what are we on, number six? Number six. Number six, the Star Wars Scream Saber Lightsaber Mm. electronic roleplay toy. All right. <laughs> this got That's a mouthful. This got announced, I think, back uh, on First Force Friday, like back in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's been reviewed in positive light. And I mean, as expected, it's on this list. Uh, this is probably not something that you would think I'd put on here, just because I think both of our rule of thumb with kids' <laughs> toys is not something that makes all this noise. Noise and role play. Yeah, yeah. it's typically stuff we don't go for. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I couldn't really shy away from this, uh, just because I did end up watching a couple of reviews on it and just seeing how it how it operates. It's pretty cool. It's um, got the flick. The, the yeah, classic ha- flick. Of course, it has the extending the extending lightsaber yeah. feature, okay. and the lightsaber lights up. Um, so you get all that, but so then I got with that it, covered. with it, you also get um, Star Wars sounds that are already 
like preloaded in there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can make it sound like Chewbacca when you're swinging the thing or make it sound like Yoda or uh, BB-8 or something like that. So you can switch what you want it to sound like yeah, while, you're while you're swinging it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, now, the, the cool feature here, though, is obviously the uh, record your own sound feature. Oh, okay. I didn't realize I would have that. Yeah. So you can record your own sound. And not only like when obviously everybody's gonna go wow wow it already has that preloaded yeah, in like there zoom, so zoom. it has that preloaded in as a setting obviously right um, that's you know that's what you want but so when you when you go to make a sound you're not obviously gonna go to wow 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 because it already has that so you can do something like oh oh like some like something different right and it's not only gonna just record your voice you can it's also gonna manipulate it in a way to like better serve the swing of the lightsaber. So like a long gate so or gonna, like yeah. yeah, it's gonna like modulate it in some ways, almost like a talk like the talk boy in like Home Alone two. That's it's, pretty cool. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna twist your voice a little bit. All right, this thing's getting better. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's kind of where it caught me. I was like, okay, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. What so, would you have this thing say? I got mine. I think what, what I, would you add say? I think I go with mom, mom, <laughs> just mom. <laughs> mom, mom. I think that'd probably be the best thing. Yeah, that's probably the best. Yeah. <laughs> Or just poop or like something like that. Yeah, something profane. Yeah, I thought you'd go with poop. <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah. So I figured that needed to be on there. Number six. Solid. So here we go. Uh, this is back in your world. We got number five. This appeared on a couple of different lists. We this got surprises me. The Lego Hidden Side Graveyard Mystery Playset. Hmm. Yeah. Now, I really haven't gotten your full thoughts on this uh, Lego theme or set as a whole. Not not just this set, but what, what would you call it? Lego... It's a theme. Yeah. It's a theme. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't really got your thoughts on it as a whole, and I'll tell you my thoughts on it first. Okay. I like it. I think it's cool. Right. It's not It's not something, obviously, where it's like, I'm going to go out and buy all these sets and be like, these are all going to be worth money, and like you invest in this stuff. I get that. But I think it's it's cool in a way where it's like, it's it's themed in, in horror and like ghost hunting and all that. And I love all like the strange and macaw and all that. Like, so I'm very, in, very much into that kind of style. Yeah. So that's first. Secondly... Maybe you're probably not into like the app-based stuff. I know you're not, but I also like I like that it's kind of integrated in there. It can be integrated in there, but it also it doesn't have to be integrated in there. Yeah, like, that's kids fair. kids don't have to use the app to play with it. But if they want to like extend the play experience, they can use the app while we still have the app, however long the app is going to be available to have. <laughs> right. Um. So I mean, I get that side of it. If that's what you're gonna, you know, if you that's your counter to this, but, um. Yeah, I, I kind of like it, just especially from an outsider looking in. I would have no problem picking that set up for my kid if they wanted it. I'm on. I'm pretty much in the same wavelength as you. Like the set itself is cool, the figures are cool, the theming is cool. It's just the app stuff is dumb to me. I'm like watching the promo videos for it. I'm like, that's a joke. Like they build it and then they just point their phone at it and then they're playing on their phone. I can't get over that, so I, I don't okay. know. I just think it's still pretty pretty silly. It's it's a desperate attempt, but it's also Lego saying like, "Hey, we know where this is going." Like you know, the writing has been on the wall for a while, where it's like we got to get like the younger generation still into this, and like you know, as heavy as it was back in the day, where because I'm I'm assuming a lot of their money is adult collectors, right? Uh I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think there's still like a huge. Okay. Yeah, I think adult collectors only make up like 10% of their sales. Really? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, That man. shocks me. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm glad. Um, I just, I always thought the app thing was just like Lego being like, hey, you know, we're we're hip. We're, we we know what you're, we know what's going on here. You know, you, you guys like your phone. You guys like your apps. Why don't you, why don't you play with these Legos? And then afterwards, you know, get on your app. <laughs> you know, something like trying to be hip. So I, 
I can guess, see what Lego's doing. I there. guess they're doing something with this because they just announced a whole new wave of this stuff for 2020, and it's just going to keep coming out. Well, the theme is cool, man. I, I, I don't disagree. I do think the theme is cool. I just think it's ridiculous with the phone thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I guess to your point, it's like just build a set and never bring out the phone. But I think that's like the a lot of the only a lot of the playability in it is it requires the phone. Otherwise, it's like it's just a set and then it's built and then you can play with your little figure. But there's no not a lot of like playability features in it, like yeah. traditional like drop doors and stuff like right. that. Right, and I also hear you because I think it has a lot to do with like the color system and scanning like like just what blank like squares of different colors to yeah it's almost like a QR code interact yeah yeah okay and, and it just doesn't outside of the app it doesn't add much value i understand yeah, that it doesn't make sense more so from from an adult probably like looking in and to like collect it and like set it on a shelf that's kind of where i come in yeah so it does give it that extra like and it's super weird because it has this thing and like they tried to like i'm thinking about in, like the history of lego it's like oh, oh okay they tried this yeah. thing and it was super weird and it's yeah. like oh yeah remember the hidden sides like oh yeah that was so weird yeah so yeah that's that's good again like i think there's way better sets that came out in that price point but it is like a generic new thing, so I, I could see it making this list. So another solid ad. Probably one that I wouldn't have added, but I think it's a good solid ad. All right. So we go from there to uh, number four. Nerf. Yeah, we got Nerf on here. What is this? Oh, I, I want to get it right. Here we go. It's called number four, Nerf Ultra One Motorized Blaster. 25 Nerf Ultra Darts, compatible only with Nerf Ultra One Darts. <laughs> yes, and that's kind of what I what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, they're making they made whole completely different darts for this. Wow, they really? Totally, yeah, reinvented the dart. So uh, Ultra Darts now. Yeah, they're Ultra Darts. So uh, for those of you who don't know what this is, you know it's a Nerf gun. Nerf hasn't really changed all that much. It's it's a big Nerf gun. It's got a big drum on it that will shoot. Not, I guess one shot, at, it shoots one shot at a time, but it's one of those deals where you put like a, bu- a whole bunch of bullets in, you don't have to reload for a while. Probably 25. Is that what it says? It comes with 25 darts, I would assume. Okay, yeah, okay yeah, 25 darts. Oh, it's got four on the side, so and maybe it, it's only a couple slides. Yeah, it's got four on the side. <laughs> you got your quick reload. <laughs> those last couple of desperate shots. Oh man, that's the worst part of Nerf. It's just like, you just you have the your most fun you've ever had in your life just unloading your gun, <laughs> and then you're just like... All right, I'm going to go pick them all up and put them back in <laughs> do it all over again. So, yeah, these new darts, though, uh, this is what kind of caught my eye. They've totally reworked it to where the dart is now a little shorter mm-hmm. but a little stockier. And it's got, like, Arafin technology on it now as opposed to it just being, like, a cylinder with, like, a little rubber tip at the end. So it's got, like, fins on it. Oh, cool. It's kind of or, or when I say it's got fins, think of, like, you carving into like a dart and got it and yeah so they're basically like taking away space makes sense from, okay so it flies a little better yeah and it shoots yeah it shoots a lot longer apparently oh, that's cool um so yeah I'm, i was i was like wow nerf all right stepping up that's cool just i like that it's not yeah. just and that's just it's not just another like big gun it's like we're making improvements here you know Their r&d department it's like <laughs> here comes the ultra dart um yeah <clears throat> so I, I also wanted to bring up um that we played with some nerf guns back in the day like mm-hmm. back in childhood i know i played with nerf guns i'm sure you had nerf guns no super soakers i can't remember nerf guns but like they were around yeah yeah and then in college we i remember we bought a few as yeah. well uh we would <laughs> yeah it was fun man we had like the we just had like the short the, the small like sidearm pistols where... do they still make the sticky ones the sticky darts i think so i uh, prefer the sticky I darts so. 
The Maybe. sticky darts are great. I'm assuming they have to. It's they're they're too good. But yeah, we would play with like the the sidearm pistols. We'd set up like targets and um, just like sit on the couch and try and like hit as many as we could. And I remember them being pretty accurate. Like, yeah. for, for what it was, it was it was funny. Um, this I wanted to explain this particular gun and how much the commercial upsets me. Okay, <laughs> this gun's fifty dollars. We should say it's like one of the more expensive <laughs> things on the list for like a Nerf gun. <laughs> You could buy two of those other good things we talked about. Right. <clears throat> I don't know if this is the case for you. I think I've made this pretty clear to you before how just a lot of commercials tend to upset me in ways that it shouldn't upset a normal person. Okay. I don't, um, think, you've, I don't think we've talked about this I at just, all. I almost find them like offensive in some ways where I'm just like, you really tried to make that funny, but it wasn't funny. <laughs> yeah, okay. And it, it wouldn't have landed even with somebody with a normal sense of humor. I don't think it would have landed. Like an adult normal sense of humor or a kid normal sense Both. of humor? Both. Okay. I don't, think, right. I don't think this particular one lands on anything, but that in general is sort of my view on commercials. When I'm looking at it, I'm I'm trying to be entertained to like enough to be to buy the product, which it doesn't happen all that often. Right. Uh, this one falls flat on its face. Okay. Where, um, let me set the scene. It's Christmas. Okay. This kid is opening up his present from his parents, and it ends up being <clears throat> there. This whole Nerf. Uh, line is called ultra i think yeah i could be wrong but um essentially they made all these new guns this whole new line of of guns and uh the the parents give him this like smaller ish gun and he's like oh thanks mom and dad that's fantastic i love this gun the uncle comes in and it turns into like a one-ups a one-upmanship kind of deal where he's just like look at this present i got this one for you and he's like oh my gosh look at this this is a great gun and it's like i guess a slightly bigger or better gun right and then the parents are just like all right get the birthday present out and they just (laughs) go and get another gun and he's like oh wow this is a great gun and it's like a slightly bigger one or slightly better i don't know i can't tell the difference and then at the very end the grandmother walks in of course (laughs) From behind and 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 has the gun out of the box, cocks it or something. <laughs> goes, this is great. This is gonna make you laugh. It goes, Happy holidays. Oh and wow. Smiles really big. Alright. Well it was coming somewhere. And and the kid, everybody is just their jaws are on the floor. Uh-huh. And the kid like basically drops the other gun and that's the end of the commercial. And it's like then Nerf does their whole spiel at the end. It's like, Nerf, do not shoot at other kids. <laughs> no, it's just like, you need this. Um, it's like he got four guns for the holidays. Yeah, and this gun, I just don't think it, like... Is that the, is it the one she cocks, the one that... Is that we're talking about, I think. This is the grandma gun, That's yeah, what you're telling is. me. Yeah, as a kid, I'd be like, give me the one that grandma has. I want that one. <laughs> Can we just stop with the whole grandmas in commercials doing funny stuff? That'll never be unfunny. Like, as, as soon as you said it, I started laughing. <laughs> It was funny. You were laughing. It is just the kicker. I laugh at it because it's just so expected at this point. It's the kicker in every single commercial. It's been the kicker since the Where's the Beef Lady. Like, yeah. it's just, it's it's been like, oh, look, Grandma's playing with a toy. Oh, Grandma likes it. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. Look at this old person trying to fiddle with it. And now it's like, she's like, oh, I know toys. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. She could have said something a little better. Like, then Happy Holidays. Yeah, would that have enhanced this? I think so, yeah. I think she had a better kicker line. Yeah, I think it would have helped it a little bit. Okay. I was a little disappointed when you said she said Happy Holidays. I get so upset with it. I think I'd like, I think I'd like it. I think you might have just... <laughs> Honestly, well, here you go. Like, if I was in a boardroom and you pitched me that idea, minus the Happy Holidays, 
I would have laughed my butt off, and I would have, I would have been like, yeah, dude, let's make that a commercial. That's great. Why would you have laughed your butt off? Because it's a granny. As soon as you say grandma, as soon as you say grandma's walking in, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be funny. I thought you were on my level where it's just like you saw past that. Nope. That's still funny to me. (laughs) That's still funny. You watch more kids commercials than I get to see, so maybe this happens way too much. Number three. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. (laughs) All right. Number three. We got the Barbie dream plane playset. Dreaming in the plane, the dream plane. I don't know if it's so much a, a plane as it is a jet. Um, looks, yeah, it's not big enough to be considered a plane. <laughs> it's certainly a private plane because uh, it looks like a got, coach is two people. You got two old seats in there. It looks like you got the the pilot and the co-pilot seat. I think you get a co-pilot seat. It looks like just a pilot seat. I don't even think you could fit a co-pilot in there. I think you get a co-pilot. Okay. Uh, with that being said, no dolls are included in this. No? <laughs> it's looking just like a pilot seat. She's, bu- she's in one of them, and she's just in there by herself. <laughs> I think you can fit one up front, two in the back. All right. Anyway, it just looks like a very personal plane for Barbie to mm-hmm. be flying in. Of course. <clears throat> and I I like... I, I think it's funny. I like stuff like this. It, and I also like the fact that Barbie is still around and still, like, just putting out planes. Right? You know? Yeah. Like, Air Barbie. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't... Like, are we past Barbie yet? Will we ever be past Barbie? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But this is the kind of stuff I find funny. Mm, because there is one thing in here I really like, but continue. In this set? In this set, yeah. Go for it. It is the, uh, what, what would you call those? Like the where snack the, cart? The snack cart, yeah. The snack cart. You get the little trays of food, and they're all like little stickered trays of food and little foods that come with it. I love that kind of stuff. If, if you're listening to this, you have to like pull up a picture of this to see what we're talking about, because it's It's, it's like that funny. large, yeah, that large thing that the waitresses uh, what are they called uh air flight attendants flight yeah. attendants wheel flight around attendants. yeah yeah it's one of those and the cart that nails your elbow yeah and this just got a bunch of food options available for barbie and her one other passenger <laughs> friend he can't even get that thing in there where where is that going that's why they don't show it in there it's, yeah, it's, it's on the side <laughs> it's just off to the side they get their food before they take off and then they leave all right why is this number three why does this get number three slot? It's marquee value with Barbie. Okay, um, I, I appreciate that she's still around. Like I grew up with her, but I didn't grow up with her kind of deal. You know, you know what I mean. I know <laughs> what you mean. Um, and this is the kind of stuff I thought it was funny. I think we might have talked about this before, but I remember like my sister would get kind of stuff like this, and I would always feel like I couldn't play with it. But I would always be like, man, I. My action figures would probably want to fly in that. Yeah. (laughs) My action figures do some damage in that thing. (laughs) But it's like it was totally, you know, taboo to be playing with stuff like this back then. So um, I never really – I would never, like, ask for it. Um, I I definitely would never ask for anything like this. But I I was lucky enough that – you had sisters. I had two sisters and I was sandwiched between them. So it was like – if I was playing with them, we were playing with Barbies. Like, there wasn't an option. They were, they were like, action figures. Well, now he's the husband. Or, you know, like, I mean, it was never like we're playing action or anything right, like that. Maybe right. maybe sometimes. But, yeah, usually we were just playing house. So, I got to play with all this Barbie stuff. And, honestly, like, I don't know. It, it just ended up being, like, too big. Or, like, <laughs> it was just too big. Because, you know, I came from, like, the Lego world. And I was just like, this is the perfect size. Like, this is it. This is all I need. And then it was just, like, this humongous couch. And I'm just like, it's like it's, humo- it's filling up the whole dollhouse, this big thing. It is funny that, like, I mean, I remember the, the van was, like, the, the Barbie. Oh, yeah. The Barbie van or whatever it was called. I remember I remember thinking that, too. I was like, 
This is so big that it barely functions as a van. It's humongous. <laughs> it's just yeah. way too cumbersome. So maybe they've learned their lesson, and now they have the smallest jet of all time. I mean, it's not small. Look at that little girl. It's like oh, the no, size it's of giant. her. Yeah. yeah, it's the size of her. Yeah, Barbies are just big. They're just big dolls. Yep. Why do girls' dolls have to be so much bigger? They got to accessorize, man. They say, what, you can accessorize on a smaller thing. Yeah, don't ask me. I don't know. No, no. They, they put out, like, Kit, her, like, younger sister, Stacy. Skipper. Skipper. Stacy. Yeah, Skipper. Skipper, yeah. yeah. Like, just make them that size. That's the perfect size. And then make smaller ones. Why do they have to be so damn big? Well, you can't just... You can't stop what you're doing now. It's like they... They they, they have to all work together. I guess so. Wise up. And then after a couple of years, when like you don't have to make them so big, just make them smaller. I suppose. I don't... They're just always so big to me. Anyway. <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two. I figured you might be a fan of this, or oh, your, your wife might be a I've fan of this. I've seen this thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely not a fan of it. Oh, you're not? No. Okay, well, let's let's For say what it very is. very specific reasons. It's uh, the, what is it called? Smooth Moves Sloth <laughs> by Fisher Price. Yep. I guarantee you I will own this thing. <laughs> Without a doubt, this will... Own. Whether it be by your wife or by a more gifted to you. It will definitely be... I'll get 10 of these. <laughs> And that's why I don't like it. And that's why I'll say, like, my wife, for the listeners, she loves sloths to, like, a stupid degree. And everything we get now, like, I think I mentioned last cast, we're having a baby. It's actually a baby boy. Um, and everything we've gotten so far has been sloth-related. Like, sloth onesies and, like, stuffed animals. And, like, that's all we're going to get. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to end up with ten of these things. You're having a boy? Yeah. <laughs> you knew that. <laughs> He's having a baby boy. Everybody. Little baby boy. <laughs> Little baby boy. <laughs> Deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but All yeah, right. the sloth. Yeah. Now, I have to ask, what don't you like about this? Because it seems to have everything you could possibly need. It's a sloth, and I know I'm going to get 10 of them. That's why I don't like it. Okay. I don't I have no idea what it does. This is, uh, this this sloth, is the first it's, time it's just another about. one of those baby toys where it, it makes a whole bunch of noise and everything. But, you know, it's got everything covered here. Um, it helps out with the ABCs, helps out with your numbers, helps out with uh, lights and sounds, helps out with singing, helps out with your baby and their motor skills and all that. It's it's essentially like you could almost like pin $20 to it and be like, watch our kid for the night. Yeah. You know, it's everything but that. Bas- <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little Simon Says on his tummy. Yeah, follow the colors. Follow the color. Yeah. It's just making noise and it's moving around and it's a sloth and... <laughs> I'm not liking it. <laughs> what I do love about this line is uh, if you are an investor of this line, you w- they're called linkamoles, I think. Okay. So if if you turn two different linkamoles on, I think they also have other ones like a moose or a bear. I think there was an elephant a few years ago. All right. What have you. And they're turned on together. They'll start interacting and like singing with each other. I would not expect that. That's pretty... That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. So my 10 sloths that I'm going to have, they can all just sing <laughs> exactly. together. I can put them around like a, like a cult, put them around my child and like have them do spells and stuff. I programmed them to all sing different octaves as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. So yeah. That... Why is this thing number two? <laughs> Why is it number two? I was too lazy to copy and paste it and put it other where. <laughs> other place. <laughs> so it stayed at number two. No, I think it's I think it's a good, fun different toys so it's smooth moves is you tell me it dances around it's got some moves oh, yeah, boogies. it's got some smooth moves it looks like it's <laughs> its head rotates a little bit it's looking like its body doesn't move at all and its arms might move and its head might rock back and forth could like be some i mean I'm, I'm miming it you guys can't see this but <laughs> i'm guessing that's what it does 
I'll, well, I'll have it in hand. I'll have to. I'll have. Yeah, we'll do a review. Okay. We'll do a deep. Actually, we can't because of Kappa, but we'll. Um... Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't. I don't we'll, think that's gonna apply to podcasts. We'll, we can talk about it. We'll podcast. talk about it in the podcast. I can tell you how good it is and how loud it is and annoying it is once I get it. We'll get it on the podcast and do a three-way that's, interview here. That's gonna be good. Number one. <laughs> Let's get to number one. All right. Um, hang on. Oh man, what is this? <laughs> number one. Hatchimals, wow, lalacorn, lalacorn. So it's like a hybrid Hatchimal with a, a llama and a unicorn. This is like jumping the shark. It's got to be. I think it's improving on what has already been proven to be successful. I guess so. Um, they're not letting Hatchimals die. Hatchimals is not going anywhere anytime soon. They have they've made their 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 claim and they made their to mark. Stay. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is, I like this and I think it's going to be pretty successful. <laughs> this thing is so largely dumb. This is, like I said, a hybrid with, as a llama and a unicorn. It's all different colors of pink, purple, white. Um, it, it interacts in the same way, I think, as the other old Hatchimals where their eyes light up and that can indicate their mood or what they need, their different sensors like touched or stroked or whatever. Um, I don't know what they are. They all mean. I know this comes with like a little piece of fruit that you're supposed to rub all over its face and it does like different things. Uh, but the main attraction here is obviously, um, you know how llamas kind of have them long necks. Oh yeah. Well, these boys can, they, they can shrink all the way down to like a normal size Hatchimal and then they can extend like a serious length. I don't, I don't 32 see inches. I'm looking at it. Is that what it, it says? Yeah. 32. No, three whole feet. Or just about. That's big, man. That is big. It gets pretty intense. So just towering over your kid and scaring the heck out of it. <laughs> for, for like no reason does it grow or does it have a reason to grow? I think if you please it in some way, you touch specific sensors. Because it's got sensors everywhere, like on its like tush and on its face. <laughs> I'm just looking at the promo, head. the promos for this. And it's just like, it's big. And the two girls are just like, oh my gosh, look how big it is. Like... <laughs> There's nothing else to do with this thing. I know it was cool. Just a marvel at how big it is. In a couple of the uh, videos I saw, as soon as the like reviewer uh, took the egg off or like I guess undid a clasp or something, like the thing basically like extended out of the egg. Right. Like, so it kind of like had the egg on top and like it just popped out and was just like, oh man, immediately it's like interactive. So it doesn't really do the full Hatchimal thing. Yeah. Well, what? that's another thing that I wanted to get to. Okay. It, it doesn't do that. I don't like the whole idea where... It's once and done with Hatchimals. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I, I get the. I get the idea of just like, oh look, it's hatching, and then it. But the egg is ruined, and it's. I can no longer do that. You know. So because this goes down and up again, there's ex- that makes yeah, it better. There's there's quote unquote extended play. I guess so. And the egg is uh, like an Easter egg, like one of those little cheapo Easter eggs where you pop it open and there's candy. It's two pieces, so you can put it back down, open it up, put it back down, open it up. You, you can keep hours of fun. Hours yeah. of fun. Yeah. Well. I'm all about that. I hated once and done stuff. You know how how much oh, anxiety you, I got like using like let's say silly string or like slime or stickers. I would always be like, "This is my shot. Like, I better enjoy this because if I don't get it right, I not there's no going back." So with the Hatchimals, I would that's all I'd be thinking about as a kid. So the fact that I can continue to do this over and over and over again until the thing breaks, like that's I'm, I'm a very big fan of that. I won't deny that it's better than the previous Hatchimal formula. But it's still, it's not very, like, how, how long could you possibly play with this thing? It does, like, one thing. You gotta see the, you gotta see the, uh, the deep dive reviews. It's doing it. more than one thing? Yeah. 
Well, what's your one thing? Is it extends up it and goes extends up, down? It goes up and down, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, if that's all you're looking for, then yeah, look somewhere else because that's not what this is. <laughs> like, you're all, you're supposed to be, like, training it and, like, teaching it to, like, interact with you in certain ways. And How's that work? I don't know. Oh. But I, I just know, I know that it has, like, several different moods and it's indicated such by its the, the color of its eyes. And you're supposed to, like, touch its sensors and... Like it's it's something bigger than what you think it does. Okay, all right. Uh, maybe I'm being too harsh on it then. It is seventy dollars. Yeah. Hey, so you know what wasn't on this list? What was that little thing we talked about a few casts? Fingerlings? Ago? No, not fingerlings. Oh man, I'm forget like the new Furby type thing. Remember that thing we saw that like pops oh, up? The evolution thing. That's yeah. not on the map yet. Hatchimals He's has out. like yeah, but Hatchimals has like made their name. Um, like, he's an honorary mention. <laughs> I think he's going to be pretty big. He's going to be big. I think this holiday season. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's I, already I making like, all those talk times TV shows where moms are watching. Well, like, oh, look like, at that little thing. Yeah, but like, what is he? Because he's I, like a Furbyish thing. Okay, I don't but the, know. but as soon as you said that, I was like, oh yeah, that Hatchimal thing. It's like it rolled off the tongue. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So like, I feel like it, it's really got it's it's got some legwork to do. So you're so. saying this Christmas a few kids might get it. Sure. And then it's like next Christmas every kid wants. I'm that not thing. saying it's not unpopular. I'm sure a lot of people enjoy it. But I think like Hatchimals, they're just like they're holding tight. I, I think they're and I and I think they're this is kind of like a masterstroke for them. Like just enhance. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you see it that way. To me, I'm just like, all right, well, that's another dumb idea. I just, I hate these things. Yeah. I just want them to go away. I like. I hope I never have to own one of these things. Sixty dollars. What a waste. What a waste. I'm, I'm probably being too harsh. Maybe it's the best thing in the world. And there's our top ten Christmas. <laughs> Glad we could put that together for, for you guys. 2019, our get top out there 10 Christmas gifts. And get all that stuff. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That was fun. That was fun. Want to get collection collection updates? Yeah, let's get let's get the folks updated on what's going on in, in our world, personally. Yes, let's do it. All right. Um, I can talk about mine quickly. There's really not much that I bought. I bought some stuff over the holidays, and it's just like, you know, gingerbread house. I talked about all that stuff, and... Wanted to get it at the discount and everything. I'm really scaling down the collection. I, kn- I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. I know you don't want to hear that. But it's an, I've mentioned it. I'm having a kid. It's a necessity at this point. It's got to be scaled down. So there's only like five lines of stuff I'm keeping. A lot of things that I want to build with my son once he gets here. But essentially this will be our last cast. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> don't say that. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's going on with me. It's it's just getting scaled down. It's too much right now. There's like a, like a big shelf, a big big wall of these toys, and it's got to be less. How much though? A lot, a lot less. Pro- I'm probably keeping like ten percent, twenty percent of the collection. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm still going back and forth on what we talked about, which is like I buy sets specifically because I like the figures that come in them. So I'm really considering just popping them open, taking the figs out, selling selling the set because I a lot of the sets I'm just like I don't want it doesn't even look good like I just want to I just want the figures, so I might do that especially for the Star Wars sets and stuff like that. But you're keeping all like the minifigures. Yeah, like, I'm keeping all the collectible minifigures. Like I'm still gonna do those. Um, any any just like minifigure type line, the brickheads I'm still doing for. We'll see how long <laughs> if they just keep putting out putting them out. I might have to stop, but. Uh, like the modular buildings, they're a, they're a shoe in. All the holiday sets, they're definitely going to be kept. And then like Star Wars sets, like I'm a, I'm still going to buy the small ones and like uh, the busts. I'm probably going to do like anything that's kind of like a continuous series that they come out every year and it's just like one or two sets. Like I'll I'll still get all those. 
but just like the straight up just play sets every year. It's like, here's Star Wars. Here's the next seven or eight play sets. I'm like, I can't collect all those. Yeah. It's too much. It's like, it's 400 bucks like with each of those waves that they put out. It's, it's way too much. And it takes up too much space, honestly, is what it comes down to. Money and space. And I just, I need more money and space. <laughs> so and that's, that's another reason why I tend to go uh, more vintage than I do just newer stuff. Yeah. Because I can't, I can't operate that way i've tried to and i still do in some degrees with things that i absolutely need to buy but more so like any new figures that get released like specifically like power ranger stuff or like in some cases like jurassic world stuff like the action figures that get released i'm like okay um that looks cool that looks cool i guess i need to get all of this because you know i want to have all of it but then it's just like uh, i don't need to have all of it but i feel like i feel pressured to like get it all you know yeah you have that pressure, and it's just an internal pressure. Because there's no way, like, anyone ever in my lifetime is going to come over my house, look at my collection, and be like, oh, you're missing that one. Oh, like, yeah, you have these four, but you're missing that one. And right. that's, like, what I say in my brain. I'm just like, yeah, I have the four, but I need that other one. Right. And it's like, nobody's going to care except me. Yep. So yep. the only the only thing that I think I would care about is, like, not having the figures. Um, just because they're the most interesting parts of the set, at least for me. So I, I'm really, really... I want to do a couple, like take them out, sell the set, and then see how I feel about it. And if it's not too much work, then I'd probably continue doing that. And another thing about it is um, I start, like, as things get released, if I see it on Twitter or something, and I immediately, I'm just like, here's something I got to go do. Like, because sometimes I'm not even excited about it more, so I just feel like I have to go pick stuff up. Um, and I also, I kind of, I live in a house now where it's, it's not, I'm not so close to like all these shops where it's like, oh, I'm going to go check Walmart like every other day and make sure I'm not missing anything. It's like, it's kind of like a drive to get to these places, especially now that Toys R Us closed. Like there's, there's just so much less like incentive to go out and like be at stores for me personally. You actually find more stuff for me than I do. Um, yeah, <laughs> and you text, yeah, you text me and you, you're just like, do you need this? I'm like, oh wow. Yeah. It's just like, I just, I feel like I already, I, I feel so defeated sometimes like looking for this stuff. Like I'll go to one store. It'll be like, there's absolutely nothing that I'm looking for. And I'm like, I already made the effort to come out here. I wasted the gas to come out here. And now that there's nothing here that I, I want, you know? So that's, and then, like I start thinking about that the next time I, I want to go out. I'm just like, I'm not even going to go out. I'm just going to look online and pay a couple dollars more to have it shipped to me. Like if I really need it. Yeah. When you're buying vintage stuff, it's, it's like you're digging up bones. It's like all the stuff is already out there. It's like, you just, you need to find it. It's, you know, your mission to, to find it as opposed to like, you got to keep up with, you know, the ongoing growing lines that keep getting pushed out. So I, I, I like, I like taking vintage at my own pace and finding stuff as, as I find it slash need it. So that's, that, that is nice to have. Like, that's definitely something that is very different in Lego. It's like completely opposite because where, where you are looking for action figures that are very difficult to find because they're coming waves and lines and stuff like that. You never have the problem with Lego. It's like, yeah, go to the store. Everybody's got it or just go online and buy it. Like not a problem. Get a discount. Not a problem. The vintage stuff is way worse because it's like, oh, I just want the set. Oh, it's a million dollars. That's great. Yeah. I feel like the action figure stuff, it holds value, but it's not in, a lot of it is not insane. Right. Especially the stuff you're after. It's just hard to find. Oh, especially the, yeah, the weirdo stuff that I'm after. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not into like the TMNT scene or He-Man, like any of that, like any of the big, big stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, um, I get what you're saying that. And I, I haven't really thought about that until now. Cause like I, I, I have been interested in picking up 
a couple of like vintage Lego sets. But when I go, even like the tiniest little box thing, like a figure and like a little tiny build, I'm like, that's so cool. I'd love to have that on my shelf. And it's like 200, 100 bucks or something crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way. I cannot do that. That's insane. Yeah. That's, that's why I just, I tend, that's one, I'm getting lost in my thoughts, but I, I want to collect as much as I can because I want to avoid looking back and be like, oh, I wish I had gotten that. And it's like, now it's $500. Right. Whereas I feel so comfortable now. It's like, all right, I have these. That's fine. I don't need to buy them later on. And like, I'll just have them. But I'm, I don't have enough space. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to get rid of them. Um, is that, I don't want to like take over your books. Uh, cause I'm kind of going to talk about some of this in, in, in my segment here. Are yeah, you... no, that was it. Right. Just scaling down, but not getting rid of everything. Cause yeah, that's kind of what I've been, I've been thinking as well. Um, I kind of want to start scaling some stuff down. Um, <clears throat> not that I like get a paycheck and I'm like budgeting and stuff out like, like you are where it's like, what can I invest in for like future purchases? Like all the stuff that I've pretty much purchased has grown from the the stuff that I've been able to sell on eBay because my mom kept everything from my childhood and I didn't want to just give stuff away or throw stuff out. I pieced everything together really nicely, sold stuff, you know, and just kept making money, buying more, a lot more, and just like keeping stuff that what I had, what I want out of that, out of that, and then selling the stuff that I didn't need. You just keep, you know, it's, it's, it explains itself. That's, that's yeah. why I have like a big collection is what I do. But I want to start like just paring some of that down because I'm just like I look at it I'm just like do I need all this like <laughs> part of it is like everything I think about I'm like okay well I want to make a video about this someday I want to I want to make a video about this collection someday yeah um so maybe I'll do that maybe as I make videos I'll be able to like part with some of this stuff um I mean there's some big things that I will never part with like my Z-Boss collection oh yeah my, no way my complete Killer Tomatoes collection um trash bag bunch I can't I can't part with so there's some there's some stuff that i will never be able to get rid of but there's just a lot of there's a lot of items that i've seen on ebay or like at flea markets where i'll just i'll pick it up and be like that's pretty cool like maybe i'll maybe i'll buy more of these like i kind of want that eh, i gotta get rid of that <laughs> stuff i can't keep doing that i, I want to like like really i guess invest i'm looking for a better word than that but i want i want to focus more on specific lines as opposed to like generally like what's cool like i want that picking you know things just here and there yeah so i'm really going to try and like pare down like what you're kind of doing yeah same on same thing yeah i'm focusing on certain lines that i've collected so far and i want to continue collecting and then i'm going to look for lines that come along that interest me and like have a decent trajectory and i'm going to collect those but yeah all these just like one-offs or like not even one-offs because i'm interested in that stuff but like just like every Star Wars set that comes out or like every Jurassic World set, it's like, I can't get all that. I'd love to get the figures. That'd be cool to like hang on to the dinos and stuff. But yeah, yeah just I can't hold on to this many bricks. It's it's just too much. Yep. It's way too much. Um, so going off of that, prime example, which is what I'm talking about, what I don't want to be doing, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did do a vintage – I got a vintage pickup here for everybody. Yeah. Um. I have it linked there for you to check out because I know you have no idea what this is. I do not. But what I recently picked up was Gorzak. Mm. G-O-R-Z-A-K. Gorzak. Gorzak. This is a um, about a, a foot and a half tall robot <laughs> monster. Um, and when I say robot monster, I mean like he's a mechanical monster by Tycho uh, back in 93. He was put out, I believe. This is a monster that is voice controlled that's cool 
So yeah, you say a couple of commands like like Gorzak, swing your fist, or Gorzak, attack the enemy. Wow. And he'll like run, like or walk, I guess, or shimmy, <laughs> however you want to call it. He'll, 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 he'll move his mouth. He'll he'll have his eyes let up red. He'll swing his axe, um, and he has he has like chains that you can break free that he can break out of his chains. This didn't scare the crap out of you as a kid. I was scared of the commercial. I think I remember because it what, was what drew you to get it if you were scared of it. I didn't get it when I was a kid. Oh, okay, I okay. didn't have it, but I wanted it. And <laughs> why'd you I, want it? Because I want. Scary. I think I asked for it for Christmas like one year, and I just didn't get it. I don't think my mom liked it. Um, I would, I'd be with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's funny because he's like some weird like you got to look him up. You got to Google him to it's like a understand dog what I'm talking demon about. Like, yeah, like thing. a weird lion dog demon with like a big like reptilian tail. Yeah, and he's like a warrior. He's got all the detail. He's, he's shackled, <laughs> but he has an axe. Like it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Who created this? And thing? it's just he's a one off toy. Tycho never did anything like this ever again. He's not from anything. It's just Gorzak. No, Gorzak. And they made like this whole cartoon for him. I'm like, seeing the cartoon, yeah, yeah, for for uh, the the commercial, just the commercial, That's just for the commercial. Yeah, wow. There, there's no other figures that that go along with him. Like he just he's supposed to be just part of play. Gorzak, I love it. And um, <laughs> so you picked this thing up. I picked him up. Um, <clears throat> now I picked him up incomplete, and I don't think that he's working properly. So I picked him up in hopes of being able to take him apart on camera, and hopefully I can I can. Uh, Get a fix in there. Do a little and, revive. And repair him. A little yeah. retro toy revive. Yeah, a little revive in there. So hopefully I can do that. And also, I, the axe and the chains are like next to impossible to find. Yeah, they look like cheap little just like plastic I think they bits. were. Yeah. Uh, I never handled them, but they are impossible to find. I think one axe sold recently for like $40 on Ooh. eBay or something, like just the axe. How the much ch- does he typically go for? Um, depends. I I use you see him typically for like seventy to a hundred dollars. Wow. Uh, especially if he's working or if he comes with his box. Um, I got one for I got him for like thirty Ooh, with with his box and instructions. He doesn't have his axe or anything, but like I said, his eyes light up. I don't think he works properly. I still have to like play with him a little bit. He takes four C batteries, unfortunately. <laughs> of course. Um, so you have to <laughs> grapple with that, but. Other than that, yeah, I think he's – when all is said and done, I think he's a cool display piece. So you think I, it just doesn't register your voice because it's like so adult and deep and it's no, made for a kid's no, voice? I just – I don't <laughs> – there's something wrong, I, I think. I'm, I'm not sure. I'll, we'll figure it out. I got to go buy some 4C batteries. And no. <laughs> we don't have those. Or just open up a flashlight, I guess. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, I picked him up. Um, then <laughs> – we got the McDonald's 40th anniversary Happy Meal toys. Oh, yeah. You know we got to talk about these. Yeah. We left you guys hanging oh, with yeah. our last cast. Oh, yeah. Uh, How many Happy Meals did you eat? Without counting, I ate at least like a dozen. A dozen? At least. Okay. That was more than me. Because every time I went, I'd buy like three Happy Meals. And did you fully eat them or did you like? <laughs> did you buy well, a dozen? Here's the thing. I mean, I would eat the burgers. I'd eat the nuggets. Uh-huh. I wouldn't. I would get some French fries, but mostly I get all the apple slices. Do they charge you extra for French fries? No, I don't. Th- I don't think so. I feel like I got charged extra. I feel like I got charged a lot for my Happy Meal. It ended up being like five bucks a Happy <laughs> yes. Meal. Yes, in some in some places they were. In some places for me they were like three bucks a Happy Meal though. It depends on the understand. establishment. Yeah, it's so weird. It was weird. Uh, I don't think they charge you anymore. I think they just ask if you want like more fries because they come i think each happy meal does come with a little tiny sliver 
little baby uh, fry. Maybe that was so what it was. If you want another baby fry, then that's what they're asking for. Got it. Yeah, because I got two French fries in the box, yeah. and I was like, "Why did they give me two? I yeah, just because that's supposed fries. to be that's supposed to be the fruit option that uh, you're replacing whoa, whoa, whoa. that with. I, I see. Okay. I went with all the apples though, pretty <laughs> yeah. much, and they, I shamelessly uh, ate them at work. Are they good? The apple slices? They're all right. I yeah. mean, they're apples. Are I, they dippers or just slices? They're just slices. No dippers? <laughs> <laughs> you don't dip them in anything? No dippers. That's lame. Um, but hey, I don't even think we mentioned it. We got all of them. Yeah, we did get all of them. We, you got all of them. We were we were able to get all of them. Yeah. So. I helped out. You you did. Um, you actually helped out uh, really big. Because uh, I. Who did I, I get that you didn't have already? Uh, you got Sorcerer, Sorcerer Stone. What is that called? Sorcerer's Stone? Yeah. Mickey? Is that what it's called? No. Uh, Sor- Sorcerer's Sor- Apprentice. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. yeah. Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey. Uh, yeah, you got that. And you initially had gotten Grimace for me. And that was I like my could, first get. I yeah. couldn't get him. I, I ate so many and I all I would get were Bugs Bunny. And <laughs> I got a lot of the McNuggets, which I'll talk about here in a sec. But uh, you text me, you got Grimace. And I was just like, oh, thank God. Like, because I, I can't, I cannot find him for the life of me. Yeah. Um. But then, like, I guess a couple of days went by, and I'm sitting downstairs with my wife, and I'm talking about, like, yeah, I'll probably keep a bunch of these, um, but I'll probably sell all my doubles now, because I don't know how much they're going to appreciate in value. They could, potentially, but I feel like I always do this with toys, where it's like, oh, wow, look, it's going for double its value right now. What it's what's it gonna be in a month? It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna skyrocket. You know I'm gonna be rich. Right. That's usually never the case. It, they usually goes down because people are more people are buying them, taking the plunge. So there's less people to buy stuff. So I mean I think this would have been a similar case. It it still could be you know a case where they all appreciate in value. I don't think that's gonna be the case. But I was telling her I was like yeah I'm probably just gonna end up selling it. She actually got grimace and didn't tell me. Oh. And she was gonna she was gonna hold it until christmas like as a stocking stuffer and as you know as, as nice of an idea that was it's just i would have i i think that night i had a grimace like in my cart like on ebay <laughs> to she's buy probably it. like mike so she yeah so she she ran upstairs and got it she was like i was gonna wait and i was like oh my gosh like i was it ruining was so, surprises it was so nice though that, that was is so nice it made my night um so, so yeah. she went out and bought a Happy Meal? Oh, and... she bought several. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah, she really loves you. <laughs> she got her co-workers <laughs> to buy a couple of them. Oh, my too. gosh. Yeah. We, we kind of had all hands on deck for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's an important thing we were doing here. Um, the but, Lord's work. But, yeah, uh, we did have a video up where we where we chatted about this on YouTube. Um, we And, and well, the podcast, last podcast. Uh, and I, we sort of made uh, estimates as to, like, what was going to be the most rarest or hardest to find or what's going to be the most valuable. What really turned out being, I guess, the hardest to find slash what has held in value, all three of the McNuggets. Really? They're all coveted. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's they, interesting. They fetched the highest price on eBay at, like over ten dollars a mcnugget dang yeah so you can just considerable like o- over like bugs bunny who i can't even get rid of for like three bucks yeah i could see that now just yeah. knowing how many you got and i got yeah yeah um so yeah the mcnuggets man that's what everybody wants everybody does want grimace too grimace was a hot item all right so you were right on there yeah hamburger was still a hot item as well um and you did find out that for the hamburger in particular you can yeah you can wear the you can put his costume on from ninety five his bad costume his Halloween costume so that still fits it still fits what about uh, Bugs Bunny does his puzzle piece work I think it does um, yeah 
Did you try it well, out? Well, I tried it out with another Bugs Bunny because I had it on hand and it worked. And it I, didn't, I didn't try it with any vintage because I didn't have any. We I can know. only assume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was funny. One one more quick story about this whole experience. That The very first night, I think it was a – was it Friday or Thursday that it, that it started? Thursday. Okay. I went out Thursday afternoon. Well, yeah. the very first day that it started, I went out after work and I drove to uh, two different McDonald's, got one initially, and I bought like three or four Happy Meals and, you know, got a couple of decent ones. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to another one. I don't want to go back there and ask for more toys. So I went to this other one and I went inside. It was not busy at all because I usually feel bad when it's busy and I go in there with a mission or something like that and I bother these people. This not busy at all. I was probably one of two people in there. Nice. Which was crazy because I felt like it was dinner time. But um, I go in there. It's a younger kid, which makes me feel really old because he seemed like maybe 16. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> Some hey. Some old man coming in for the toys. I'm like, hey, listen. Like, I'm looking I'm looking for these. Are you guys selling these mystery toys? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And he has How's to like go back. Know? And the manager like comes out who is like 16. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we have them here, but we don't know what's inside them. That's the problem. I'm like, don't worry about that. You have them. <laughs> Trust me. I know what's going to be inside of them. And the manager walks away and the kid's like, all right, what do you want? I was like, hey, can I just buy the toys? And he was like, oh, uh, yeah, but you need to buy like a food item. I was like, a food item? I was like, okay, well, then just let me buy a Happy Meal and I'll buy the toys then too. I was like, whatever. And he was like, uh, well, if you want to save money, like, why don't you just buy the McChicken? Like, so that's the cheapest. <laughs> yeah. Just buy a McChicken and then you can have the toys. I was like, okay. Um, and he was like, how many toys do you want? I was like, okay, well, I'll take, I'll take the McChicken and I'll take, let's see, I'll take 10 toys. The kid does not ring up the toys. The this kid is just, nuts. the kid just rings up the McChicken. What a and mistake. And it wasn't even a mistake. He was just like, yeah, here are the toys. Here you go. And I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. I had no idea that's how it worked. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's how it works. And he gives me all the toys. I go through them. Uh, I tally up what I have, what I don't have. I figure out I, I still need a couple of them, like a Furby or something else. I forget what. And I give him directions. I'm like, all right, I'm back. I'm going to order another McChicken. Um, I need these specific numbers if, if you can find them. If not, give me whatever. And he was like, Oh yeah, uh, and I got bad news for you. Um, we can't just give you the toys. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh okay. He was like, but <clears throat> so how many do you want? I was like, well, don't I have to pay for the toys? He was like, well, don't worry about the toys that we already gave you, but you need to pay for the future ones. I was like, oh okay, cool. So I still made out with like ten toys. So you were paying for the future toys? Yeah, I, I bought four more because uh, I still needed like four more toys at that time. Yeah, so he just screwed up the first time. Yeah, he screwed up. Yeah, but he he owned it. He didn't. He wasn't just like give us money. But he, he, he screwed up. Yeah. Um, so, like, that was that was my story. I made out with a couple of to extra toys. That's there. amazing to me because I had an opposite thing happen where I went to the McDonald's and I went through the drive-thru and they were pretty busy. And I'm like, hey, I know you're busy, but, you know, I gave them the whole spiel, like, what I was trying to do. And I was like, I'll take five Happy Meals. And she's like, well, you can just buy the toys. And oh, I didn't nice. realize that. And I was like... I kind of want the Happy Meals though. Like I'm kind of, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> With the whole experience, I was like, kind of want the Happy Meals. She's like, all right, well, <laughs> she just gave me the Happy Meals, and man, did I feel like a pig <laughs> sitting in my car, eating five children's meals, and trying to, I, I, dude, I couldn't get through them, man. I, I had the five, I got two McNuggets and three burgers, and I got through the burgers, and I was like really not getting through the McNuggets, but I got through them. And then I'm, I must have ate like 
two or three of those small fries, and then everything went in the garbage. It takes something out of you. Oh, it, it really does. does. Oh, yeah, you feel like a piece of poop. You feel like a piece of poop, and you start thinking about, my mind kind of goes to, what would my parents say if they saw me right now? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I was helping you out, so exactly. I, I didn't feel as we were, bad about it. We were it. on a mission. It wasn't, it wasn't like something where, you know, we we're just there to do it, to have fun. I it brightened my like, day, man. It gave me something to do. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we that's that's what I added to my collection, the 40th toys. That was a good collection update. Yeah. That was solid. Was. I know everybody was waiting with bated breath on what was going to happen there. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it. All right. Fan involvement. Contact us at toytalkguys at gmail.com with anything you want to talk about. Could be a question, could be a comment, something you want us to talk about on the cast, just reach out. Nobody has yet. You might be the first person, and you're almost guaranteed to get on the cast. Wouldn't that be cool? So please send us an email <laughs> so I can stop saying this. <laughs> Other than that, that's going to do it for us today. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend. Be sure to help. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to stay up to date on all things Toy Talk Guys. Thanks so much for being here with us. Until next time. Keep doing the toy thing. Time.